Welcome to another Biz Radio Spotlight feature, where we like to introduce you to area businesses and the people behind them. If you'd like to see your business or organization have a spotlight on them, just visit Biz Radio and click on the Spotlight tab, and it'll walk you through from there. Now let's go ahead and meet this episode's Spotlight feature. And let's go ahead and welcome our Spotlight feature for this episode, and that is Aubrey Baptista, and she has Kindred Art Therapy and Counseling. Welcome to Biz Radio. Hi, Matt. How are you doing? I'm doing great, and I'm really looking forward to this conversation. We were talking a little bit off air before coming on, and what you do and why you do it and how you're helping people really speaks to me on a personal level because of my own history and behavioral sciences, but also a lot of work I've done in education over the years as a volunteer and in um, education boards and all that kind of stuff, seeing the needs that exist in our youth community uh, and knowing that you're out there addressing some of those needs in such a great, innovative, and touching way is something I'm looking forward to our listeners hearing about. So before I get into that, though, uh, let me give a proper introduction, and let me tell you a little bit about Kindred's mission. Uh, It is to empower neurodiverse youth to conquer their fears and live their dreams by providing innovative counseling methods, education, and advocacy. All right. So again, before uh, get too far into the conversation, I want to give a chance to introduce you to the listeners. Uh, tell people a little bit about where you're from and how you got involved doing what you're doing today. Sure. Thanks, Matt. Um, so I'm originally from Massachusetts. My family and I moved to this area, Western North Carolina, um, almost six years ago now uh, when my son was a baby. And uh, we moved to this area because we just love being outdoors and being in the mountains. And we just really liked the culture of this area, um, how welcoming the people are, how diverse the people are. Um, And so we've kind of bopped around to to a few different towns in our time that we've lived here, but um, we've settled now in Hendersonville, North Carolina. You know, and as far as getting into counseling and art therapy um, as well, but where did the motivation from that come from? Was it something in your own personal experience in your background that called you to it because you saw it? Or was it something as you started searching through, you know, kind of as we get into our adult lives, we say, well, what do I want to do? And so what was your path to this calling? It was sort of a combination of those things, Matt. So, um, you know, I really struggled growing up with my own emotions um, and my own mental health. And um, I just remember struggling with depression, anxiety, um, and just feeling different overall. Um, And so I kind of went through a very windy path and journey trying to figure out exactly what it was that I wanted to do. But the through line when I looked back on it was that I always was really attracted to art. Um, And then when I did end up getting into psychology, I learned about burnout and I learned about how, you know, that would really cause a lot of um, future pain for me to to not be able to give back. And so I wanted to figure out a way that I could combine art and counseling. And then I learned about art therapy um, from somebody who had gone to the school where I went to, Lesley University in, in Massachusetts. Um, and she really encouraged me to, to go that route. Um, and so I was actually able to learn all about how to integrate what I was learning in psychology and mental health and helping people. And at the same time, being able to bring the art in and to utilize that not just for my clients, but also to sustain my practice. 
Yeah, and interesting. So um, the pathway now to you know starting up Kindred and everything, which you know we we talked about this a little bit off the air too. Having a calling and doing what you're doing to help children and and families as a whole, really, and everything versus also being your own business person. That's a whole nother decision to make. Um, what led to the decision to go ahead and start offering the services uh, as your own business, as your own practice? Well, I have a bit of an adventurous spirit. So let's just say <laughs> that. Um, but, you know, I one of the things is that in the world of mental health right now, uh, there's, there's a struggle with uh, appreciation of the providers. Um, and I think that oftentimes we end up as providers, we end up in these situations where we're paying our dues for a long time. We're providing our services within a larger organization. And I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. I think that there's a lot of people who really enjoy that work. And I learned a lot from where I was at. Um, I eventually got to a place where I felt like I was outgrowing my um, where I was. And I felt like there was more to what I had to offer and that I needed to go out on my own and explore that. I needed to get pushed outside of my comfort zone. And so right now where I'm at is um, really living that. I'm living outside of my comfort zone every single day in order to grow, in order to uh, be able to provide the best service that I can provide. And I'm really on a journey to try to help uh, other people in the biggest way that I possibly can. And I'm not sure exactly what that looks like yet, but that's mm. part of the journey. No, and and that kind of candor is very much appreciated too, especially I know with the biz radio listeners uh, who so many of us are on that journey. You're, you know, once you're on it, you stay on it. It's not like you get to the end of it until you decide, well, I'm not going to do it anymore. I'm going to sell it or I'm going to hand it off to another generation or, you know, bring in a partner or something like that. But um, thank you for being open about that because I think that in itself is therapeutic for people to hear. You know, that whole thing of like, fake it till you make it, you know, and putting up this huge front of like, oh, I'm the best thing since sliced bread. That's not the reality in business. It's also not the reality in life. And when people put that kind of pressure on themselves, and and I think of the pressures that young people have on them today, everything is right in front of them all the time, which means they're, many of them are right in front of everybody and everything all the time. What are some of the unique ways that you're reaching kids and connecting with them to start to assess and then address the challenges that they face, especially when facing the world through the lens of being neurodiverse? Yeah. So first of all, let's unpack that a little bit, because that's a little bit, bit of a jargon term that not everybody knows yet. Um, mm -hmm. But neurodiverse really is more of like an umbrella statement for those kids who fall within the autism spectrum. Um, they may have ADHD or learning differences. And these are kids that I'm really attracted to because of the way that they look at the world so differently than other kids. These are also kids that are often bullied and marginalized. And to me, that is so sad because they have so much to offer the world. And we know that as parents who are um, adults in their lives, we see that, but oftentimes we struggle to, how do we get those kids to bring that value into the world um, and get past what's blocking them? And so that's really what I'm trying to do is to try to help them with that process. And so the way that I go about doing that 
is um, unique to the child that I'm working with or unique to the adult that I'm working with because I also work with young adults and adults. Um, and oftentimes with that through line of neurodiversity. And it can look like a conversation. It can look like us drawing. Um, and one great example that I have is that there's a girl that I'm working with right now who really loves creating on um, the iPad around the Procreate. And so rather than going through what would look like probably a typical assessment process in therapy, my assessment process with her was, let's sit, let's watch you make this art. You teach me about how this works. I'm going to ask you these questions. And as we're going through that, we're going back and forth. And I'll ask you a few more questions about what's going on at school, what's going on with your family, because it would be really uncomfortable if I asked her to put that away and just have a face-to-face -face conversation with me. I'm like, you know what? No, that's a little bit too much for you right now. I'm going to bring you over here. We're going to sit together. It's much more personal to what is interesting for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so talk to people a little bit about that too, as far as with art therapy and how you can utilize different tools technology wise, but also creatively to have those impactful moments with, with your patients or with your clients. I'm glad that you said that too, that there's both the ways that I've learned. So I have a lot of different background in what I've learned, but I'm also learning and getting into the world of digital art therapy. I'm starting to explore some VR. I'm starting to explore um, some video type of stuff. And there's also some shared platforms for being able to, to do art online. So those are some areas where I'm branching into. But then my background is with, um, well, really, I, I love this concept that's called the Expressive Therapies Continuum. And it talks about um, top-down processing and bottom-up processing in so that we can both regulate our bodies and be able to learn how to think differently. Um, and that actually fits in a lot with the dialectical behavior therapy training that I got while I was simultaneously learning art therapy. Um, and really, it's about like trying to find balance within yourself so that you can achieve a state of flow so that you can be able to overcome things, find energy within yourself, be mindful um, to overcome anxiety, to think about things differently. So these are these are really all the different things that I bring into my practice and more because, you know, we only have so much time to talk about all of the things that I've learned over the last Oh yeah, no, and, and just so a full disclosure, so everybody knows about it. Um, you know, we were talking before coming on the air, and both agreed this was going to be hard to do in the time of a spotlight feature. Um, you know, because you do individual counseling, you do art therapy, you do coaching, you do group therapy, you have professional supervision, uh, group supervision, you you do professional consultations, you do speaking engagements as well. So there's a lot there, um, and I hope that people will take this opportunity to make contact and and. And learn more about what you're doing and and ways that you could you know help in situations for their own you know family unit or themselves or maybe people that are in their circle of influence that may be able to benefit from that what's the best way for people to continue the conversation with you from here yeah so www.arttherapync 
www.thepowerofpositivity.com and you go on there and there's a bunch of different buttons and they all go to the same link, which is to have a 15 minute conversation with me and we can talk about if you need counseling, if your child needs counseling, or if you need somebody to refer you to a provider in the community, just go ahead and reach out and I will help get you connected to a provider in the community or I will have you um, do an intake process with me to see whether or not we're going to be a right fit. That's awesome. And uh, just a reminder to everybody, if you're listening on the radio station right now, there's a little home icon on there. You can click and it'll take you through to Aubrey's website for kindred art therapy and counseling. If you're listening on podcast on whatever platform you choose to listen to your podcast, just look down in the description. We'll have the links there for you. And uh, really appreciate, you know, not only taking the time to talk to us today, but everything that you're doing to help these wonderful children in the community and uh, to find their way to a better, healthier, happier, and and productive life. Thank you so much. Thank you, Matt. Thank you for listening to this Biz Radio Spotlight feature. If you'd like to have a Spotlight feature on your business, click on the Spotlight tab and it'll walk you through from there. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you just heard, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and be sure to visit bizradio.us to find hundreds of other engaging conversations, local events, and more.